Good afternoon and welcome to the seventh episode of Talking with Frankie. Today we will do something special with Dick and Gregory Silio, a Jesuit from the U.S. West Province, and Christina Labriola, a musician. She leads choir and teaches music. So Gregory and Christina will talk about music and spirituality, and they will perform a piece of music, so they will, they will sing. So Greg and Christina, welcome to Certain Light and to the show Talking with Frankie. How are you doing today? Good. Good. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having Pleasure us. Pleasure to be here. Okay, so welcome. So Christina, what does music mean to you? Wow, that's an incredible question <laughs> for a musician to answer. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, well, I think as a person of faith and as a musician, um, music is primarily a gift of God. It's, uh, it's all grace. And for me, uh, music is, is really inseparable from the practice of my faith and spirituality. And that's why I was, I'm so um, pleased to be able to, to talk with you about this topic today. Um, personally, I can't imagine a day without music or indeed my life without music. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's uh, wrapped up for me in, in my vocation as a, as a musician, as a church musician, as a, uh, a theological scholar that is interested in music. And on a personal level, it's, it's, uh, it's wrapped up in the way that I experience life, the way that I relate to God. Okay. Um, you know, and also as um, as a means of of relating to others, you know, through collaboration, um, musical collaboration. So, this idea of music as as a means of you know relating to God and to uh, to connecting with others is very important for me. And you, Greg, as a Jesuit, what does music mean to you? It's um, I think Christina said it well when she said it's a gift. I think for me, it's uh, it's been a way to um, I think explore and express my own desires, my own feelings, my own emotions, um, and I think to uh, as a person of faith to put those in in contact with God, okay, and to allow um, myself to express things that maybe are are sometimes too deep for words, or that uh, evade my own ability to articulate them. Um, but music gives me a way to do that. It okay. gives me a, a, another language. Okay. So, uh, Christina, why did you choose to do a career in music? Even though I know mm-hmm. you study theology too, right? Right. Well, uh, music and theology are, are, you know, come together for me in a very important way. But, I mean, as a child, I, I was surrounded by music. I grew up in a, you know, in a, in a household and, and in a family that was very supportive of the arts and, uh, and music education for me was incredibly uh, important to my own personal formation. Okay. Um, and I think that it helped to develop, develop me as a, as a person, you know, um, it developed my, my discipline and uh, kind of encouraged me to be creative. Um, it was a great um, outlet for, you know, personal creativity, but, but also I, I, I saw music as I was growing up and began to be involved in, in church music as uh, an opportunity for self-gift. So, um, Music as service became important for me as a young person, and and I, I mentioned this before the the opportunity to collaborate with others, and just the the joy of of relationship um, through music was something that became very important for me. So I would say that this um, personal kind of fulfillment through music making, okay, um, together with um, you know using music as an opportunity for self gift to to offer. 
um, something of myself to to others through okay. teaching and performing, and, and then in in a theological sphere, in a in a spiritual sphere, um, to offer myself to God, um, you know, and to encourage praise um, and and uh, prayer and and worship of others right. through music. So yeah. these things kind of came together for me. Great. Yeah. 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 So Greg. Uh, how does music connect with your spiritual life as a Jesuit? I think, f- you know, there have been times where, as a Jesuit, we're so blessed to have uh, to have chapels. And right. in those chapels, sometimes there's pianos. And uh, I can remember, you know, ever since probably I was in college, uh, just finding going into the chapel and playing the piano um, to be such a uh, beautiful way to connect my prayer life, which I would often go in and pray okay. and end up sitting down and playing the piano okay. and that those two things kind of would come together in that action. Okay. Um, so I, I think for me, there's been sort of this uh, way in which maybe my prayer and music have kind of flowed in and out of each other okay. um, for, for a long time. And as a Jesuit, um, I think that that's just continued and uh, found new new expressions and and new yeah new avenues okay. um, whether it's uh, spending a little bit of time writing some music or singing singing has been such a, a wonderful way to pray for me throughout my life but also as a Jesuit um, to have a chance to um, to pray with other Jesuits uh, because we're singing at liturgies or okay. or to lead other people exactly. in song it, it becomes a ministry and so it's I think it's been both something that's fed me um, but also has been something that I've been able to feed others, uh, like Christina said, that it's a way of giving of myself. Um, and I've, I've felt very blessed to be able to do that. Okay. So, Greg, you mentioned like writing music. So you don't just play instrument, you, you write music. And what does that mean uh, to, to you? Yeah, so I, I've, I've written a little bit. Okay. Um, and I've, Christina, I've I know you, you write a lot of music, right? Well, uh, I would say that composition is not my foremost. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I, I do, um, as Greg was saying, you know, I think that there is a creative aspect that come, for me personally comes in improvising. Okay. Um, so primarily at the piano. Um, and this is something that I use, you know, in, as a skill, as a church musician. You need, you need this skill of, of being able to improvise okay. at, the, at, the, at the keyboard, at the piano or organ. And for me, um, the way that this you know, uh, I can kind of more than simply just filling in time or, you know, occupying, uh, yeah, space. Um, I use this kind of as a a catalyst for prayer and to facilitate a moment of prayer, both for myself, you know, as an expression of of what's in my heart. Um, So a kind of spontaneous act of of worship. Okay. Um, But then also to facilitate that for others that are that are praying. So a kind of, um, you know, wordless praise through music. And, um, yeah, that's that's kind of the closest for me uh, to composing is is a kind of spontaneous act that, that comes through improvising, improvising music. Okay. And you, Greg? Yeah, so um, <laughs> I, Christina mentioned being very disciplined uh, and learning discipline through piano. I took piano when I was a kid, and I wasn't the most disciplined piano player. <laughs> okay. Um, and it's, that's come maybe a little bit later, um, though I'm not, uh, I'm not a great piano player. But, uh, but I, would, I would kind of play around on, on the piano. And okay. so um, I think that creativity of enjoying 
playing around um, and and then to be able to do that in connection with my prayer okay again just in chap you know in a chapel setting um, led at some point to a desire uh, I think because of singing you know I sang in college and uh, really loved uh, the music of uh, I was I was went to college at Notre Dame and, and sang in the full choir and loved the music that we sang especially um, the music of Steve Warner and um, okay. Karen Kerner. And, and so that really inspired me um, to want to see if I could do something like that. And um, so when I was a novice, um, I, I, I did. I actually started writing some music and uh, started writing a mass setting when the mass setting changed okay. and have written a few other things since then. Um, mostly I just write psalms uh, for Wednesday psalms where I, I know. No, no one publishes <laughs> Wednesday psalms. So I, I will write some very simple Wednesday psalms okay. but, uh, for Mass at Regis. But um, yeah, for me, it's been, I don't, it, uh, it's another way to pray. Um, and I think it's, it, there's something about the combination of, uh, I think, being um, open and sort of empty uh, okay. in a way. Um to, to let something uh, be born that uh, doesn't exist and okay. hasn't existed. Okay. Um, to give voice to some prayer in my own heart or some experience um, that I want to uh, capture somehow. Okay. Uh, but then that colliding with, with music and having that be expressed through sounds that sound interesting okay. or sound beautiful even, uh, but also th- there's a discovery to it that okay. I think is really the part that, um, you know, you don't, I don't know where it's going. And, and some, sometimes I'm very delighted by what is surprisingly comes out yeah. <laughs> and, and other times not as much. <laughs> and, and yeah. Yeah. I know that, um, you know, other composers speak about, especially those with a faith orientation, you know, speak about, um, the spirit as being a, a partner, you know, in the, in the active birthing a song or, or yeah. you know, a piece of music. So, uh-huh. And I think of that, you know, for myself, too, when, I, um, when I'm at the piano and I'm improvising, especially in, in the context of the liturgy where there's a, uh, an orientation of prayer there, um, you know, I think about asking the Holy Spirit to, to intercede in that moment and right. to, yeah, to, to come and infuse um, this musical prayer um, that, that's being offered. And, and it, it can never be duplicated or captured, in, you know, uh, that moment, it's um, yeah, it's very special. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, good. You yeah, that, that's definitely. Uh, I would say I don't have that experience all the time, but there have there have been a few moments in composing where that that really f- it feels like it comes out of prayer and that God is and God, so God is a yeah, partner in that. And then, can you talk about divine inspiration for some specific songs in some cases? Um, I, I think. Uh, well, the, I guess two different experiences come to mind. One um, is uh, the one was the the experience of starting to write this mass and sitting down in a chapel and 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 in some ways praying praying like Christina was saying, just praying for um, I don't know, God's God's presence, God's help. I, I don't even know if in that, that moment I necessarily was was intending to write music. Okay, um, but I think there's something about being. Um, empty and being open right um, that I think was was um, a moment in which uh, the spirit could come in and I think right. then I think I, I did begin to be more intentional about inviting okay. the spirit to into that to be part of that process um, and I think I think of another uh, 
you know, moment where I think the, in some ways, the confirmation that God was a part of the experience came maybe a little later, where I was encouraged to write something um, uh, by a composition teacher who said, oh, why don't you write something using the words donut nobis pacem? Okay. And so I found that it came very easy just to, to I had an idea and I, I went with it. And, uh, but then after it was written and after I had heard it for the first time, um, in, sung in a Taze service. Okay. Um, I sat in in the chapel at my community the next day, and I just it was like I was receiving the gift of this piece that I had written, right, but it didn't right. feel like um, somehow it felt like it was something more. It was a gift to me too, um, and I think that was an experience of of in, the, the spirit and the way that the spirits at work. That's something that I yeah um, was in a sense uh, responsible for. I felt like I wasn't totally responsible for it. It was, right. I received it as a gift. Yeah. I would echo that, um, what you're saying, Greg, about, um, you know, having a sense of confirmation, first first being called um, to collaborate in a sense with, with the Spirit right. or, you know, to be open to um, to what the Spirit, what God is, is calling you to do, you know, through music. I think that in my own life, I've, I've felt that very strongly, you know, moments of, of, of a discernment of this call, you know, to to devote myself to music making okay. for God, you know, and and then receiving the confirmation of that in these, you know, uplifting moments of um, of, of singing or of of leading singing, um, you know, of conducting or of um, playing, you know, these these moments of performance that are also that are also receiving, that are also prayerful, and um, you know, as much as I'm giving, even more so, I'm I'm receiving something from God here, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think that's very, it's remarkable. And yeah, um, yeah it, it, it's, it, what, it's what kind of um, helps me keep going, you know. Um, yeah, it, because it's so life-giving. It, 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 it's demanding, of course, um, but the rewards of it are uh, kind of beyond measure, I think. Right. Yeah. So now we are going to listen to a short performance by Christina Labriola and Dick and Gregory Cedio. Uh, when I knew it, w- that we were going to be speaking with you, Frankie, I thought a lot about what we should sing. And... Um, this is one of my favorite pieces of liturgical music. Okay. It's a chant um, called Jesu Dulcis Memoria. But this piece is, uh, the text is, has always struck me as being remarkably beautiful. It's, uh, it's a devotional uh, kind of piece, which I think has a oh, Eucharistic okay. kind of flavor to it as well. Okay. Um, and the text is attributed to St. Bernard of Clairvaux. And it speaks of the sweetness of, of the name of Jesus. Yeah. Um, you know, sweeter than honey, um, and all created bliss, it says, is his presence. Okay. So just the personal relationship of the believer with, with Christ uh, and the sweetness that comes from that, um, that intimate relationship. So this piece that we'll sing uh, incorporates the traditional chant melody, okay. um, but we're, we're adding some harmonies to that. Um, one, one setting that we're, we're using part of is by a composer, Kevin Allen, who's okay. doing some wonderful work. Uh, for liturgical music right now. Okay. Um, but you'll hear how uh, the traditional chant melody is kind of incorporated uh, into into this piece with with uh, with different harmonies. So Okay. I hope you enjoy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gaudia, 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 Gaud
por suave luz. Ni auditorio con Dios. Ni el cogitator dulce luz. Cuam Jesus te filius. Jesus pes penitentibus. Quam pius es petentibus, quam bonus te querentibus, sed quid invenientibus. Nec lingua valet dicere, nec litera exprimere, Expertus portus credere, quid sit Jesum diligere. Sis Jesu nostrum gaudium, qui es futurus premium, sit nostra inte gloria. Percunda semper secula. Jesu dulcis memoris Guys, that was good. That was fantastic. So I was Thank very you. touched. Thank I can't even say it. Transformed by the melody and by, by your voice. So that was so powerful for me. So you mentioned your, you talk uh, like about music and your spiritual life. But do you think that by singing and doing music, you're helping people to grow in their faith? Can you say that? Because I can say I was, I was very touched by your, by your music. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about doing music and helping people in their faith? Yeah, so I, I think um, I was thinking of a couple analogies for what I think music and, um, in, in the spiritual life is like. And I think maybe one, one example is it's, it's a dialogue, and it's a dialogue in which um, both we, we receive, we listen um, to, to God, and we also speak. And, and music maybe in church is unique because... Um, oftentimes the words that uh, we uh, use for God to speak to us are yeah. words of scripture that yeah. we've already received. Yeah. And sometimes the words that we are singing back are also words that we've received from scripture. Exactly. And sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're, they're our own expression. But I think in, in a lot of ways, music enables people to enter more deeply into that dialogue because right. um, there's something about music that enables us to express with feeling what we're what we're saying what we're saying to God uh, and to do it in a beautiful way that can touch our our emotions and bring our in a way our whole person 
um, into that dialogue. And so I think that's a good analogy. Um, yeah. I would say as well that for me, um, music's relationship with beauty is is something very mysterious and right, very profound. Right. And I think uh, therein lies uh, a very powerful um, source of music's potential sacramentality uh, and spirituality. So if we see God as the source of all beauty, the truly beautiful one, then music and its um, its collaboration perhaps yeah. with beauty or, or it becomes a way a way to God, you know, um, through beauty. And so God can use the music that that is already his gift to us that that we sing and hear um, to touch us, to reach reach out to us in and through our music making and our musical experiences. Um, and I think that as you were saying, you know, that you're moved to you're moved by by what you're hearing. Yeah. The end result is one of transformation always. So uh, again, this is this is God's work, but I think that there's a potential within music uh, for God to to reach us, to touch us deeply, you know, to rouse us, um, to to bring Him towards towards Himself, to, uh, to know, love, and serve Him more wholeheartedly. Um, and and the fact that music involves um, the entirety of the human person, I think. Uh, is significant here, so that um, our incarnate selves and our our spiritual selves, our our affective um, qualities as as human beings, and our our bodiliness, together with our intellectual capacities, all of these things are uh, are kind of involved in um, in music making and in the musical endeavor. And when that those things are are all gathered 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 together and oriented towards God then uh, transformation is the result. So, you know, God God can use all of those things um, to almost to unite, unite all of these aspects of the human person um, and and bring bring us uh, to himself. And I think that the beauty of, of music is one powerful way um, that God can work in us. You know, um, one of my favorite uh, theologians and and composers is Hildegard von Bingen, okay. and she speaks about the fact that uh, to sing praise to God is is a non-negotiable. It's <laughs> it's okay. it's almost like a yeah our birthright. You know, it's it comes with being human. Yeah. Um. You know, and she she speaks just about the rightness and and the fittingness of of making music to God and and um you know it's it's obviously it it has a benefit for us too you know so that um we we can kind of be put put right by by glorifying god you know um there's there's something in it for us as well yeah. um and yeah so that there's a kind of human flourishing that can come about or a transformation yeah. uh, for for good can come about through uh, through music. Yeah, and Christina, you teach music and you lead choir. You wanna talk? You wanna say something about these ex- those experiences? Absolutely, yes. Um, so, yeah, choral conducting uh, has become one of the primary ways that I engage in music these days. Okay. Um, I did a master's in uh, sacred music oh, okay. in, in choral conducting. That was my focus. So, um, yeah, I've worked with a number of different choruses and and uh, choirs right now. I'm involved um, with the Newman Center um, Morning Mass Choir. I direct the choir there for for Sunday masses, and also with the St. Michael's Schola Cantorum. Um, in the past, I've been involved with um, some other choirs, including the Toronto Youth Choir. Okay. Um, I was assistant conductor there for okay. a year, 
Um, and during my studies, I was assistant conductor as well of, of the Uni- University of Toronto women, Women's Chorus. Um, and so these experiences, including sort of other ad hoc, um, you know, performance opportunities, um, have really informed my, my musicality, my musicianship, um, and the way that I understand music making, you know, I, I really see choral conducting as um, something collaborative. Okay. So um, not that, you know, someone's, you know, I, I'm in charge and <laughs> yeah. the choir kind of does my bidding, but I really see it as uh, an opportunity to collaborate and, and um, you know, putting it in religious terms, uh, an opportunity for, for communion there. Yeah. Um, so, and I, I believe as well that nothing quite, you know, matches the, the power and, and beauty of, of many voices coming together. Um, you know, so in that sense, the, you know, the sum is greater, uh, or the, 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 um, in that sense, it's greater than the sum of its parts, you know, yeah. all of the, the individual voices come together yeah. um, to create something, um, you know, yeah. that much more beautiful. Yeah. So, uh, Greg, can you talk about the connection between your talent as a musician and Ignatian spirituality? Yeah. For, first, can I just add something to what Christine was saying about, uh, yeah. about, <laughs> the, uh, about choirs? So I, um, I have gotten a chance to sing with with Christina, Christina, which has okay. been a real gift. She's an excellent conductor. She is. Yeah, and I, I really enjoy singing uh, for her. And and I, I've, uh, on a different level, a much, uh, in some ways a much simpler level, I've been uh, in charge or the director of the, 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 the music that we do at Regis. Yeah. And I think for me, um, something that Christina said um, stood out. One uh, is just that, I think I am so grateful for for the choir and how generous they are in giving of themselves. I, f- I feel like I receive so much um, by getting to 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 listen to them and to, and and um, and I think the other thing is that they're very generous in forgiving <laughs> me too for my own mistakes. And I think um, kind of like what Christina was saying about um, the collaboration. I think that right. um, maybe I had a sense that. To, to lead a choir was somehow to to kind of know everything or to you know to to be the the expert in some ways and um, it's uh, it's such a gift uh, to maybe see it as uh, drawing out and receiving the gifts of of others as right. well and, and sharing them with the community yeah. mm-hmm. and especially as you know as one in charge <laughs> you also have to learn how to serve and to be humble so um, yeah I mean there's there's opportunity for um, yeah, for growth there as well. As you learn, as as Greg was saying, from uh, from those that you're working with, those that you're teaching. You know, it's um, it's true that teachers do learn from their students right. in, in so many ways, right? Mm-hmm. And and grow as people and as educators through um, you know working with with their students. So the same is true, I think, in choral conducting. Yeah. So uh, Dick and Greg said, your Jesuit. Would you like to make a connection between your talent as a musician and your spirituality as a Jesuit? Sure. I mean, I'll say something just about uh, music and and its connection to a nation spirituality yeah. in general. Yeah. Um, you know, in the in the exercises and the spiritual exercises of Saint Ignatius, one of the first um, statements that that retreatants encounter is something called the first principle and foundation, which yeah. which talks about uh, who a human being is in right relationship with God, and it says that human beings were created to praise, reverence, and serve God. Mm-hmm. And by this means to save their souls. And I think something that Christina said when she was talking about Hildegard von Bingen 
and um, that for Hildegard, singing was was something you had to do because it's it's this expression. It's it's something that's a part of being in right relationship with God. I think that really connects to that statement and the idea that we're made to praise, reverence, and serve God. And music is a, f- a fundamental way in which we have the opportunity to praise God. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I feel that um, very strongly. Um, and I think uh, as a Jesuit, I'm aware of our own history too in, in using music um, as a means to um, to teach people about their faith as, as many missionaries did in different places, um, turning uh, bits of... Uh, uh, aspects of our faith into songs sticks with people um, and, and stays with them. Um, and I think in my own journey, I'm just aware of the way in which um, praying with, considering, reflecting on my own desires and God's desires in my own life um, led, you know, has led to this awareness of this, of this love of music and right. the desire to share it with people. So I think that's something that really came out of my own experience of the spiritual exercises. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, I think that's part of why I have felt like it's something that is important for me to, to do okay. um, through that experience as well. Okay. Yeah, I would add a few things as well. Just um, as someone, uh, I, I studied I studied at Regis College and was really informed. My, my spirituality was very much informed there during my time there um, by Ignatian spirituality. And um, I think that the principle of, of God in all things, which I kind of see as, as the sacramental principle, so that God pervades all creation. Um, God is richly to be found in, in all things and in all aspects of, of our life, of human relationships and endeavors. Um, and this speaks to the way that God can be present for us in music in a powerful way. And I think that music speaks to us of, of God, you know, um, of his goodness, of his beauty, and also of of his generosity and graciousness. So, you know, just the the, the pure um, gratuitousness of music, yeah. you know, tells us of something of God, something of uh, his desire to pour out graces upon us and, and to bring us into relationship with him. I think also um, the way in which music unites affectivity and imagination uh, together with the intellect is, is a very Ignatian kind of uh, right. principle, you know, um, that the emotions and um, and our imagination, especially, you know, you think of Ignatian uh, contemplation and prayer and the way that the imagination and senses are, are heavily involved there. Um, this is something that music does so so well. Exactly. You know, it, it unites the, our emotions with um, with the other aspects of our of our lives and of ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, also prayer. I think that um, I think that music can be for a person of faith, it can be um, a serious kind of engagement with music can be a training ground yeah. for for listening of the kind uh, that is needed in in a profound contemplation or, you know, prayer um, where we make space for God. So we make space to receive, you know, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Yeah. Um, the same so something similar, I think, can be. Um, can come about through through the kind of deep listening that's required in music making, uh, especially in collaboration, um, and also the you know the principle of um, you know doing all for for God's greater glory. That uh, certainly in my life, this is how I I see my ministry of music making, right. um, and and I think this is the ultimate purpose of music for for um, people of faith. You know, that it's all for God's glory, and it makes us aware 
of of his his splendor um, and his beauty, uh, and and as I was saying before, you know, it also it um, it provides for our own human flourishing, which right. is you know so uh, which is which is the glory of God as well. Yeah. Um, so uh, just the way in which um, these elements come together, I think, uh, yeah, speak speak well of music. Uh, music related to specifically Ignatian um, spiritual principles. Guys, I can see the passion, the love in your voice, the way you express, the way you explain things. I can see that. So thank you so much. Any final thoughts, uh, Gregory Silio and Christina Alabriola? Ah, well, I, yeah, just thank you for the opportunity to speak, yeah. speak to you today, Frankie. Um, yeah, I would... Uh, I would just, you know, want to end with with Hildegard's kind of, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, idea of, um, you know, singing is the church's birthright, and so, um, you know, she she encourages us not to stop singing, and uh, just the the great riches to be found there. Um, so that's what I that's what I'd like to end with. I think. Okay, and you, uh, Dickon Greg Senior. I actually had a similar thought, which was that I think there's. Something so beautiful about uh, people singing together. Um, I know that early in the early church, that was an image of uh, the unity of the church was right. singing in unison. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, I think, more importantly um, than than singing well is is just being willing to sing. And and um, so I would just, yeah, just I th- I think it's such a beautiful thing to be able to do, and would encourage anyone listening. Uh, to sing. Yeah. Mm. So thank you so much. Thank you, Christina Labriola. Thank you, Dick and Gregory Sidio. So in the next episode, we'll talk about Marian devotions in the Catholic Church with Father Michael Rogers, a Jesuit, a PhD student at Regis College. So you can subscribe to the show and on Spotify, iTunes, and org, and on Facebook, Facebook, Frankie Night. Thank you all for listening. Many blessings. Bye-bye.